Hi, it's Greg and Lucky. And this is our podcast. If you don't catch us from 5 to 9, this is what you missed. I thought this would be a fun little uh, new game we could play. Uh, fake peen or real peen? <laughs> okay. This is uh, basically where we, we look at movies that uh, actors show their junk, and we try to determine if it's their real penis or a fake penis. All right. So, for example, in the American Reunion, part of the American Pie franchise. Gotcha. Does Jason Biggs show real peen or fake peen? Uh, I would say probably fake in that instance. Jason whips out the real thing. Does he really? Real peen for Jason. Okay. Yeah. In the Wolf of Wall Street, Jonah Hill. Fake peen, real peen. I don't Wolf of Wall Street. Jonah Hill got naked in the... Yes. It's on my, it's on my screensaver. <laughs> I remember a lot of Margot Robbie. No, I... Oh, Yes. Uh, Masking much, Lucky? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jonah, I would say fake for Jonah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah fake. Fake peen. Um, Jason Siegel in Forgetting Sarah Marshall, fake or real peen? Uh, I would say, <laughs> knowing Jason Siegel and how he's been in movies, probably real. It was real peen. Right. Because he's fully naked. Like, he's yeah. in birthday Walks suit. Walks right out. Yeah. Daniel Radcliffe, your little Harry Potter. <laughs> this is Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in a film called Guns Akimo, I okay. think. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Never heard of it. No. Akimbo? Akimbo, probably. Guns Akimbo. Ah, no way. He's a, Harry Potter's putting his wand out there. Uh, fake peen, yeah. Yeah, all right. Now, uh, Ewan McGregor and Tom Hardy, uh, they have put their uh, penis on display many a time. Tom Hardy uh, in the film Stewart, A Life Backwards, Bronson, uh, Sergeant Slaughter, My Big Brother... Ewan McGregor in Train Spotting, Young Adam, Velvet Goldmine, Fargo, The Ghost. Ewan McGregor has whipped it out like 11 times. Wow. Like, uh, in the screen, do you need my penis in this film? <laughs> Am I getting a viewing of my penis in this film? <laughs> it's Sesame Street, you know. Uh... <laughs> um, and finally, the, uh, the classic, uh, Boogie Nights, Mark Wahlberg, fake or real? Wow, that's top because there have been legendary stories about Mark Wahlberg being a human tripod, mm-hmm. right? Um, but I gotta say no, not for the. I mean, not for Dirk Diggler. Yeah, no, a completely fake peen. And I'm trying to remember; it's been a long time since I saw the film. It's either at the near the end. I think I think it's at the end of the film. He's standing in front of a mirror in a bathroom, and uh, he he whips it out. He's got a suit on, and he whips it out, and it just goes down to his knee. Yeah. Like you can't remember because you confuse it with your own well, mirror true. at home, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, was that me, or was that Mark Wahlberg? I have one of those uh, fake mirrors. You know the ones that get loud one? The <laughs> Makes everything look bigger. I'm a, a fairly... Uh, lazy individual, I'll admit that. <laughs> yes, um, I'll agree. And I, myself I, included. You know, I I get to something accomplished, like I you know say go to the dry cleaner or something, and I, I do that and get home. I think, well, that's a day. Right. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I'm wiped out. Um, anyhow, people were asked if they'd be willing to spend some money to avoid minor inconvenience inconveniences and i i would guess things like maybe what's a minor inconvenience like cleaning your house perhaps or cutting the grass shoveling snow yeah i guess raking leaves uh uh-huh. getting groceries this kind of thing like i pay uh, colonial pools to open and close my pool because i tried doing it once and it was a disaster right 
I've never done it since. And and here's the thing, too. With okay, Here's another example. So we have this long hedge down the side of our driveway. Uh-huh. It's tall as long. It always needs trimming every year. I pay a guy to come and trim it all. One, because he's done in like two hours. Yes. It looked great. Right. And it's even. If I did it, it would take all day, and it would start high and end low. Right. Looked like Stevie Wonder trimmed it. Yeah, I, I guess, you know... <laughs> Even back to it, you don't see them very often, but you know, remember they had like full serve gas stations, mm-hmm. right? Not many of them. Pay anymore. a couple extra cents a liter and have someone else do that for yeah. you. Car washes, I guess, would be something like that. Too. Yeah. Um, and and certainly um, when it comes to car detailing, right? Oh yeah, I just hate cleaning that. out your car, vacuuming out the seats. Right. We pay a lot for people to do that for us. Some people love it. Eh? There's a guy across the street from me in the summer. He's washing his car in the driveway like three times a week. He hates to be inside. He hates his wife. Hates his, yeah. He's got a relationship. <laughs> his kids. That's obvious. Relationship <laughs> issues. It's so weird. Like, he has a nice vehicle. I just think he, he really loves his car. But, yeah, I hate getting the hose and the bucket and everything organized. Right. It's too much. Well, if you're jalopy, you're never sure. <laughs> <laughs> How much of the car will still be left if you spray it down? I don't want to wash away the rust holding it together. Yeah, so I, if, I, I'm if i sure if I was a, a very wealthy man, I'd pay for a lot of stuff to get done. Oh, for sure. And, and I think probably cleaning services. Mm-hmm. And they have handyman services as well uh, to, to do things that, you know, that that we don't want to do. I mean, my um, you know, aunt who was in, a, in the floral business for a long time, and part of her business would be to put up uh, Christmas decorations for people. Yes. Right? Yeah. There's a, a guy, uh, early December, they were interviewing people who own um, Christmas tree farms, and this one guy has a service where he uh, he will deliver your tree, he'll set it up for you, he'll come back at the end, and he'll take it down and remove it. Right. Uh, and you pay a tad more yeah. for that. Like we go to the cottage in the wintertime and we you know have a wood stove there. Mm. But I'm not out chopping wood. Right. You, you pay order. a guy to deliver it. Yep. And stack it up. <laughs> yep. Right, so. I'd pay a guy to start the fire so when I got there. <laughs> That'd be nice too. It was nice and warm. <laughs> I mean, we're not at the Oprah stage where she has people changing the toilet roll for her. Yeah, I heard an interview about that recently. I thought it was great. Where they just kind of asked, you know, at what level like, mm. is she at? Like, are people, cha- does she change her own toilet paper? Right. And she said, well, you know, if the roll's empty while she's in there, yes. <laughs> right. But that doesn't happen often because the staff that she has, you know, changes it and folds it into a point uh, for her, you know, like they do in hotels sometimes. They fold down the roll. She's so rich now, Stedman and uh, Gail wipe her bum for her. (laughs) Well, uh, congratulations, I guess, to uh, Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly. They're carrying their little freak show into the new year. They got engaged on Tuesday. Yes, they did. <laughs> I love how they, like, they had to go to some banyan tree where they first declared their love or mm-hmm. met or made out or did more. Who the hell knows? Yeah. And then, yeah, but like, and, and I saw a thing where there's like three or four different camera angles of him getting down on the knee. Like, 
Like, that wasn't set up too much. He uh, he asked her, and she said yes. Uh, she claims that uh, somehow, a year and a half later, having walked through hell together. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm not sure what this hell yeah, part your, is. Your life is probably very similar to many who struggle day in and day out, <laughs> yes. Megan. Yeah, so they've traveled all over. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Unbelievable. As you walk around with your $350,000 engagement ring on. Wow. Which is supposedly what he spent. It's, it's supposed to be some magnetic bands. One's like an emerald and one a diamond and they 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 are magnetized together or something <laughs> just like that unbelievable like like just just think of what you're saying when when the whole world is crumbling right. you know uh, pandemics and all this stuff and and you go about how your life is hell yeah I, all well, right i don't think she's been accused of thought many times <laughs> <in her life. laughs> and then they did something so romantic because normally you know uh this is something that we should probably all put into our engagement Right. Uh, proposals. They drank each other's blood. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. And that worked out well for Angelina Jolie and <laughs> Billy Bob. That's right. I'm spent. I'm done. Somewhere Brian Austin Green is like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I was a little heartbroken at first, but I got over it. Other than having his kids having to call that guy, you know, stepdad machine gun. <laughs> and Brian Austin Green's probably like, ah, all right. Yeah. Well, listen, you know, She's the officially way. yours. The way Hollywood marriages last, I don't think... I think Machine Gun Kelly will be just a distant memory in those kids' <laughs> minds. From Machine Gun Kelly to Shotgun Wedding. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the, uh, the, uh, they're going to walk down the aisle together. And then there's another aisle they'll probably inevitably walk down. And this is the aisle that Lisa Bonet and Jason... How do you say his last name? Momoa. Momoa. They're walking down the divorce uh, aisle. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's not, and they've been together. I mean, like sixteen years or something. Yeah, like that. yeah. Married in uh, in seventeen, they started dating in 05, and they have a couple of kids together. And she, of course, was married to uh, Lenny Kravitz at one point, right? Um, and and Jason's like this big tough guy, you know, and he's a. Uh, uh, but then they post this uh, this joint statement where they go on about having felt the squeeze and changes of these transformational times, a revolution is unfolding and our family is no exception. And so we share our family news. We are parting ways in marriage. We share this so we can get on with our lives and we can do so with dignity and honesty. The love between us carries on evolving in ways it wishes to be known and lived. Just be honest. We're sick and tired of each other and we want to hump other people. Right. (laughs) Or don't say anything. It really doesn't matter. It all started with what's her name in the uncoupling. Remember when oh, uh, uh, Gwyneth Paltrow, yeah. right? Now they all got to come up with some kind of conscious uncoupling. Yeah, we free each other to be who we are learning to become. Right. How do you learn it? You learn an adult. At some point, the learning is over. <laughs> our devotion unwavering to this sacred life in our children, teaching our children what's possible, living the prayer, may love prevail. Wow! Oh, shut the hell up, <laughs> Jesus. If you're getting fed up wearing the face mask, and I know many of us are, well, uh, this this might help you keep it on. It makes us look more attractive, supposedly. Oh. Yes, research done has found that both men and women are perceived to look better with a face covering All right. in the lower half of their uh, face. Yeah. And the blue surgical uh, mask seems to be the, the sexiest one really? of all. Yeah. I mean, it works for me because I've always believed from the bridge of my nose up is probably the best part of me. (laughs) Everything else below is a disaster. Well, for many, the eyes are the alluring feature, Mm -hmm. right? Like we've seen studies about uh, what what eye color gets more hits for online dating profiles. Mm -hmm. So maybe it's, it's the eyes that we look at. Yeah.
Well, look, I might stick with it too. First of all, I mean, it's you never smell anybody's breath anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's perfect. It's it's good for that. Yeah, it, it, it is what it is. You're gonna be uh, you're gonna be wearing them, uh, I think, for a, for a while still. So just right. think of that. You know, hey, maybe so. First off, it might be good. Get them more dates. Yeah. You know, it is funny, too, that you see with some people, certainly with bigger guys and beards, it's so funny how they it's look all weird, yeah. crumpled up. But what I really love is the little old ladies with the tiny little faces, <laughs> and the mask basically goes from forehead <laughs> to chin. Like, they're completely covered. And there's a lot of dudes. Uh, I see it more with dudes because we're just dumb. But I see this a lot more. There's some guys who just don't get the concept. You know, they got it hanging down below their nose. Right. It's it's supposed to be over the nose and under the chin, but they just can't seem to get no. it. No, and, well, and you see it all the time. People just wear it. I, I, my kids will do it. They'll pull it down and just put it underneath their chin. I'm like, well, how is that comfortable? <laughs> well, it's not a chin strap. <laughs> totally what the cool hell's the kids. point? Yeah. Right? Like, like, like if you if you're gonna have it off your nose and mouth, just take it off. Yeah. Then. Yeah. Right. See how conditioned, and I know some people say, see, this is exactly what the government's doing. They're conditioning you. But isn't it odd now? Like, you'll be in a grocery store somewhere and you'll see someone without one on? Yeah. It's almost, it's shocking to see somebody yes. without yeah. one. Yeah, when you, you see people without them in public settings now, it's yeah. like, well, whoa. Dude. What happened to you? Oh, such dude. a rebel. Right. I don't know. They don't seem to be having trouble breathing. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> or you'll see some guy with, like, just throwing a do-rag over his face. Now, I, I've been guilty. I have, like, had to go, like, into a gas station or something to pay, and I've forgotten my mask. So I'll do the, like, sweater over my face and I'll apologize. Right. I've done that a couple of times. I won't go. I've gone to the grocery store, gotten into the parking lot, went for my mask, realized I didn't have it, turned around and went home and got one. I uh, <laughs> I had that the other day coming into work. And I think I was just probably in that, you know, 4 a.m. brain fog. Mm-hmm. But I, like, got out of my car, walked into the building, went, oh, crap, I don't have my mask on. Mm-hmm. So I had to turn around, walk back out, get to the car and get it. Yeah. Yeah. And now I think, you know, <laughs> in a few years, we're going to go into our jackets and we find in masks. Oh, everywhere. Like, everywhere. Yeah, everywhere. <laughs> like, oh, my goodness. Do you remember that time? Before you leave the house now, it used to be just wallet and phone. Now it's wallet, phone, keys, glasses, mask. Right. It's a lot to check before you leave. I have said uh, for some time that there will come a day when science will have solved all the health issues and I will live forever. <laughs> Everything will be eradicated. And I'll be fine. It'll just be a pill for everything. Sure. Uh, and uh, we're heading in that direction. Surgeons performed the first ever pig-to-human heart transplant. I heard about this. 57-year-old guy in uh, the States. Now, our bodies would normally reject organs from animals, but the pig was genetically modified to remove three genes, and then they made it happen. Okay. You know, that's science, eh? Right. Crazy. Yeah. Now, here's a moral question. I know. Because really and truly, once you've had a heart transplant, you probably shouldn't be eating bacon anyway. But if you've got a pig heart in you now, is it still cool to eat bacon after that? My answer is yes. (laughs) Yes, more bacon. (laughs) I mean, he already died to give you the heart. Here's the thing with the heart transplants or the bypass surgery and then leading a healthier life. Once you've, and I have, I have had this argument a million times, of course you shouldn't go back to being stupid and eating all the wrong foods and smoking and drinking too much and all of those things. But once you've had the, uh, the transplant or the bypass, 
You, you're just like a, it's a brand it's a new, new lease. You. It's a new you. you <laughs> I have a buddy. He's long. like starting over. I, well, I, it's not really starting over. You're starting at whatever age that body part is, though, but, right? But, the, but those, but yeah, but those arteries are all cleaned out now. Right. You know, you're, you're, you're almost, I mean, you're not back at home plate, but you're, you step back a bit. I had a buddy who, uh, well, he was an older man. I worked with him and he had a uh, bypass surgery uh, in his, uh, I think when he hit 60. And he said, everybody should just do it. Just get it done at 60. You get a new lease on life. <laughs> it's a new kick in the can. <laughs> All your past mistakes wiped out. All right. So um, do you ever meet someone new and immediately forget their name? We're All bo- we're both, the time. We're both guilty of it. I, I, I think there's something in my brain that when my hand goes out to shake, mm. my my brain shuts off. Maybe that won't happen anymore because there's no more handshaking. This is true. Maybe. Well, listen, it's not your fault and it's not my fault. A new study found it might be because you're not getting enough sleep. Oh. And look at the life we lead. Okay. Now, um, last week, China tested a new trillion-dollar nuclear fusion reactor dubbed Artificial Sun, and it hit temperatures five times hotter than the real sun. 158 million degrees. Wow. But it's a dry heat. Right. <laughs> <laughs> now they've also made an artificial moon that uses magnets to uh, to simulate low gravity. Yeah, this is going to go well. No, yeah. Uh, they'll use it, they say, to train astronauts, uh, astronauts for future moon missions. Okay. Yeah, but I, I guess uh, that sun, yeah, they're saying that sun nuclear thing could be a complete other source of... Heat and energy. Oh, if in case. If uh, if at some point need be. If that sun decides to burn out. Right. I mean, are we still, are we back to trusting Chinese labs yet, though? <laughs> I, it's going to take a while. <laughs> you cheated on me once. <laughs> it'll take me a while. Um, and this is interesting. The dawn of humanity got pushed back this week. The earliest human remains ever found were thought to be 200,000 years old. Now we're thinking it's more like 230,000 years. Wow. Missed what, it by that much. What, what, but what about that 6,000 years ago in God thing? Right. Isn't that... <laughs> how does that... 6,000 years... But science is 230,000 years ago. Right. But God supposedly made everything so in I, seven days. Uh, we, I'm worried about hitting my COVID. I don't need lightning in the building, no. too. Oh, yeah, because you believe. <laughs> You're one of those believers in the man in the sky. Rock Mornings with, with Craig, Craig Venn and Lucky. Lucky. 94.9 The Rock.